Hello, everybody, and welcome to Muddy River News This Week, furnished by Harvey's. I'm Bob Goff. My guest today is Anna Keithley, and she is with the TAPS organization. Hello there. Hi, Bob. Anna and I have been friends for a long time, so we'll get that. So this might be fun. This will be fun, and we're just going to have a conversation about something that is very near and dear to Anna's heart, and that's the organization she works for, and it's TAPS. What is TAPS? Well, TAPS is the Tragedy Assistance Program for Survivors. Um, we offer support to military families after they have a death in the family. Um, it doesn't matter when they served or when they died, how they died, as long as they served at any point in the United States Armed Forces, we honor their family members and bring them together to honor their loved ones and provide grief support. And uh, what is your role with TAPS? Uh, my specific role is event survivor support and lodging coordinator. So basically you're in charge when TAPS has events for people all around the country, you're in charge of getting all that put together, right? Uh, I'm one of, one a, of, one a, of, of a team. <laughs> <laughs> you don't do it all yourself No, um, but uh, so if someone signs up to come to one of our seminars, um, we hold six regional seminars and two national seminars. Um, so if they sign up, I reach out to them and just welcome them to the event, see if they have any questions about attending, um, go over any of the hotel details and the event. And um, talk to me a little bit about how, how and why you got involved. Uh, so I got involved with TAPS um, after my brother Rob served in the Marines from 2004 to 2008, and he died by suicide. September 22nd of 2011. So, you know, you and, and how long have you been working with TAPS? I started as a survivor going to events um, and volunteering. I became a peer mentor, um, just mentoring other surviving siblings that lost a sibling as well. And then I joined um, the team in 2015. Okay. Um, oh, no. 2017. 2017. Sorry. Okay. Well, before that, Anna was a paraprofessional in the Quincy Public School District, and she worked with my wife, Ellen. So that's how we know each other, and of course, very familiar with uh, with her her story. And, and we love Anna and her family, and you know, we've uh, we've sort of been with her through this whole journey. Um, when you first, how were you first made aware of Taps after Rob's death? Uh, so another family member or a family that was already a part of TAPS lived here in Quincy and they connected my mom with um, that other family and they kind of shared TAPS with them. Um, but usually uh, it kind of depends. People can find TAPS in different ways. Um, if the service member is active duty, the family will get a casualty assistance officer and we have a memorandum of, of agreement with the military that offers um, the family our information. If they just say, yes, I'd love for the, you to connect us, then they connect us. But other than that, if uh, it's a, a veteran that served or was retired um, out, out of the service, that's um, kind of word of mouth. Uh, a lot of people find us on the internet, taps.org. Mm -hmm. um, fam other family members sharing about it. You know, stories like this. <laughs> and. Um the organ again, you know, I, you know, we I, obviously, like I said, I you I hadn't uh, we didn't know about this organization until you got involved, mm -hmm. and then you know, as you as it started to really be something that was helpful for you and your family, um, you then you know again made the decision to make this your career and try to help other people go mm -hmm. through what you went through. Yes. When did you decide that you went from being okay? I'm 
I, I can share my story with others and I think I can help. Oh, it took a while. Um, so after Rob died, um, I really, I knew about TAPS, signed up, uh, just kind of ignored it, didn't really get involved. And then um, in 2014, my mom convinced me to go to the National Suicide Survivor Seminar. She was like, oh, it'll be a great time. You'll just connect with others. You can, it, it's very free. You can do whatever, go to the workshops, kind of just, it'll be, it'll be a good time. Uh, I was like, I don't really want to do this, but she dragged me there. <laughs> And I, my kids went to Good Grief Camp, so they uh, were paired up with a military mentor that also served and wanted to help children of the fallen. So they went to the camp and I went to the adult workshops. I met a lot of other siblings and spouses and family members there that I really connected with. And um, I took the peer mentor training at that time because I was you know, farther out and thought, oh, I could help others. and. That's really what kind of started it. They, as soon as I got home from the seminar, TAPS called me and they're like, we want to connect you with a surviving sibling. She just lost her brother. She lived up in the Chicago area. Um, and we just really connected just over the phone, just chatting and talking. And, um, and then it went from one, one mentee that I was talking to, to three, four, five connecting. And I was like, this is really amazing. Uh, just us siblings getting to chat together and get to know one another, share our story. A lot of siblings feel like they are the forgotten mourners because everyone always asks, how's your mom? How's your dad? Or if they were married and their, their children and they don't think to ask, how are you doing? So right. it was really nice to have that connection of, I'm a, I was a part of their life too. We grew up together. Um, Rob and I were only three years apart. Um, so it was just, it was nice to feel like somebody saw me and realized what I was going through and it was great to be there for someone else. And, um, do you, how, so do you know how many people, um, how many survivors TAPS has helped over the years? Oh, thousands. Yeah, uh, we I'll get bet. about uh, over 20 new survivors a day. Wow. coming to us um yes um thousands um at a typical regional seminar we have um about three to five hundred people depending on the area some areas are more heavily populated with family members than others but at our last seminar in florida we had over 400 surviving family members there and um i think you know like you said it's important you know because grief is grief is something that just people really have trouble dealing with and mm -hmm. it's it's very hard to to bounce back and hard to kind of you know process that you know because you know everybody talks about the seven stages and all that stuff and and so i think when when you're sitting there how many mental i mean you're trained i mean i know you're a teacher and everything and now what you do but but how many men do, do you utilize and have mental health um workers there at these events as well um, so in the Good Grief Camp for the Children, they do have mental health care coordinators that are there supporting the children um, along with the group leaders and the mentors so that um, they're helping. And then during our adult workshops, our grief, they are grief specialists. They are mm -hmm. in the bereavement field coming in to share about um, how they can help you um, work through your grief and the different waves that you go through, different styles of going getting help because it's not always just sitting in a counselor's office or getting help you know there's art therapy there's you know uh, nature getting out and doing all different kinds of 
therapy. And it's not just about, um, you know, I know we've got a, and we have such a range of veterans. I mean, I know our, you know, our, our World War II and, and Korean veterans are, are, are getting older, obviously, as are the Vietnam vets now. So, mm-hmm. so, but now we've got this whole new wave of all the, all the guys and gals who had to go to Afghanistan and Iraq and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So when you told me that number of people, yeah. that really puts it in perspective of yeah. how many people this does affect. Yeah. Oh, well, and our, our highest number right now of uh, family members coming to us are illness loss, you know, uh, those with Agent Orange and different types of cancers. And, and, and they are mostly the Vietnam veteran era and Korean War that are coming, their families, you know, they're caregiving for their family member as they're suffering through that illness and then coming to TAPS afterwards to get that help. And if, uh, and again, so just go to taps.org if anybody wants to reach out. Yep, taps.org. Um, you can click on I am a survivor and it pulls up where you can put all your information in. A member of our survivor care team will reach out to you. They are all survivors. They link you up by relationship as close as possible. Um, you know, because we do have some like aunts and uncles and cousins that come sure. as well. but. Our team uh, on survivor care is mostly parents, spouses, siblings. Sure. Um, but we have a great, we have lots of different programs. There's, you know, we have a men's program, a women's empowerment program. So we're bringing, trying to touch every aspect of every family, family member. All right. Well, um, I want to thank you for your time and for sharing your story with us. And uh, keep doing the good work you're doing. I will. Thank you for having me. Okay. That's Anna Keithley with TAPS. I'm Bob Goff. And have a great week. Thank you.